Well, welcome in to another one. It's it's Sunday at 8 p.m. Do you know where your pucknologists are? They're right here. Sorry we were a couple minutes late, but uh, we were talking about things that swell. Uh, let's get into what's happening. Oh, boy. This could be a, this could be a tight, tight 25. I'm AJ underscore strong, and we have Rocket Backhander. Hey, I'm big in Japan. Rocket Backhander, how you doing? And let's talk about Big in Vegas. Jerk. <laughs> Hockey underscore jerk at your service. <laughs> nice. All righty, ready, ready. So hello to everybody that is in the chat watching from the outset, watching us live. We certainly appreciate that, but we have to do our digital janitorial really quickly. So, of course, remember, if you ever miss a show, want to hear one again or on delay, whatever, iTunes podcast, Google, Stitcher, I mean, geez, we're on all of them. Pick one and we'll be there. Remember all the replays on YouTube and everything always available on tealtownusa.com. Don't forget to follow us on our social media channels, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. We're all on all of them. So go find us. And hey, if you're on the uh, iTunes, certainly would love some stars and some cool words of encouragement over there. All right. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, after week 24. Show 96, by the way. Welcome in. After week 24, the Sharks played one game, and then the NHL said, you know what? We've seen enough of the Sharks shitting the bed. We're just going to shut the entire season down. Is that what it felt yes, like? It felt it, like that to it's me. exactly how it happened. Well, and you know what? <laughs> as, I, as I saw on Twitter, you know, can't get eliminated from the playoffs if there are no playoffs. Uh, hey, now. Yes. So uh, the Sharks this week went 0-1 <laughs> in a game versus Chicago. Uh, over their last 10 games, 3-6-1, currently sitting 15 points out of a wild card spot after being out 12 points last week. Uh, eight points currently separate six teams shooting for two wild card spots. Uh, the Sharks start their road trip in Chicago in an embarrassing 6-2 loss after Evander Kane scores the first goal. The Sharks would allow the next four. Dell with a very pedestrian 867. And again, it was so bad the NHL decided, you know what, we've seen enough of the Sharks. We're just going to shut all this down. Uh, but look, uh, Rocket, was there anything you could at least take from that game that you go... Hey, at least there was that. No? Okay. I was going to say, at least we're not Detroit, but it's the way things are now. It's like, damn it, we're not Detroit. They got a better better chance of drafting high than we do. <sighs> as, I, as I always say, anything is better than not at all. Well, and the Sharks have uh, zero chance to draft high. <laughs> <laughs> well, to really yeah, put salt... In the wound, uh, after like literally the evening after this game was completed and all the games were completed, uh, L.A., for those of you who don't know, had won seven in a row and it pushed San Jose into the absolute basement of not only the Pacific Division, but the Western Conference. Yep. So for those of you who had San Jose in the basement for this season back in October, Man, you should have a lot of money coming your way if you put any down on it. Let's talk at least about the pros and cons for the Sharks with what has happened with the NHL suspending the season right now. Uh, it does allow players, I guess, like Couture and Ferraro, more time to heal up and get healthy. And it means that fall to the bottom of the conference doesn't mean a whole lot. Hey, any other pros that at least we can try to think of before we go ultra negative? Um, I mean, I, and I, I can't speak to how maybe rattled or frustrated the Sharks may be by how things have gone this season, but with, you know, what looks to be a, uh, a furlough, if you will, of two to 10 weeks, uh, it would be a good opportunity for the Sharks to just relax, you know, take like, like, obviously like it's a stressful situation everywhere else, but you know, like, it's a good way for the Sharks to not think about hockey, not think about how they're 
a crappy team this year and and focus right. on other things. You know, be with their families, be with their friends, that kind of thing. They Absolutely. were a crappy team last year. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I, this is you got to admit though, like at least they can't blame Eric Carlson for this. Well, see that for me, that's the con is that it allows it, time for Eric Carlson to get healthy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, but no, the serious con, though, is that it takes away 12 games from guys, whether it was Gregor or Blickfeld or whoever you were going to see, you know, Shellman, guys that were going to take and be able to use that time to make some sort of an impact on the coaching and, hey, maybe even on Doug Wilson as well, because we don't know if Bugner's going to be the coach next season. But taking those 12 games away for those guys to kind of show what they're made of, that obviously is a big con with regards to that. Um, Let's uh, go to the chat, if you will, for a hot second. Uh, Let's see here. Jessica saying, speaking of Timo Meyer and Nosen, we're taking questions on Instagram. See, so players are finding some time to, uh, or, you know, finding something to do with themselves. So, Nason's Q&A also extended to his Twitter. Um, There was a really good one. His wife said, what is the favorite thing about your wife? And he said, I feel like this is a trick question. Um, But also, somebody said to him, please re-sign with the Sharks. And he replied with, call my boss, with an exclamation point. So... (laughs) But who's his boss? Is that also math five? Could be. That's all I'm saying. It's really anybody's guess. <laughs> well, besides the players obviously being impacted by this, uh, how do the employees get impacted by this? We've already heard that the Sharks are, have come out and said, hey, man, uh, we, we got you. If you you know take money for parking... And if you scan tickets at the front, uh, if you're wearing a blue coat, you know, if you're an usher, if you're security, if you're janitorial, we got you, boo. Uh, But if you work for a company that we subcontract, like, say, I don't know, Aramark, who makes all the food and Bev, or Fanatics, who sells all the merch, uh, yeah, you guys are going to have to take it up with them. And from what I've seen so far, both Aramark and Fanatics said, uh, you know, sorry, yo, we, we can't we can't figure out a way to fit that in the budget. Meanwhile, if I'm fanatics or Aramark employees, I'm look I'm googling like how to unionize. <laughs> it, it really just, is yeah. shameful. It's just shameful. Well, yeah, it, it is because you think about it from the perspective of like, uh, okay, so you're you know in that position whether you're selling food or selling you know, merchandise or whatever you are in the mind of the, the consumer, you represent the company. You are the first representative of that company. They see if they have a good or bad experience with you immediately that gets associated with the company you work for. Mm -hmm. So whatever you do and nine times out of 10, the people who do do that job, do a very good job at it you know they're making the company look good you're making these companies money and for aramark and, and again this is all supposed until we're told otherwise but supposedly aramark and fanatics like you said aj are saying figure it out yourself mm-hmm. it's a travesty because you're you're turning your back on the face of your company i mean nobody you know if i if i go to aramark you know, in Aramark sand and, you know, somebody gives me a hot dog and they say, I hope you enjoy whatever it is we're doing here tonight, concert game, whatever. I say, wow, you know, that Aramark worker was so nice. But never once am I like, man, you know, the CFO of Aramark, that guy's a real straight shooter. No, nobody gives a crap about that guy because nobody knows who he is. Well, like, dude, you got to take care is, of the that, front of. Dude, if you're going to a Sharks game, I guarantee you, if you like get crappy food, and you're on social media, and you're the average fan. I'm not, you know, or should I, I'm not, I don't mean this in a disparaging way, uh, but let's just say you might be the uninformed fan, and Mm -hmm. 
you have a problem with food that you receive, when you get on social media, are you going to sit there and go, oh my God, the Aramark sucks. This food is horrible. No, nine times out of 10, you're at a Sharks event. So you're going to go, dude, the food at the Sharks game suck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so again, it's that whole face of, you know, the average fan doesn't know that, uh, you know, they're not taking into account that, oh, this is a company that is subcontracted and blah, 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 and it's totally separate, yada, yada, yada. They don't understand so do that. The, do the bartenders work for Airmark or do they work for the Sharks? Anything, the involving, the, anything involving food or drink is subcontracted, like AJ see, said. Yeah. So, like, you know, downstairs, club-level bar, post-game... You get some of the, I mean, downstairs couple where you get great service, but like post level game, that's one of the the special places I I like being because you you have a personal relationship with the bartenders down there. They remember you, you know? Especially and, if you tip well. Exactly. And it's it they're great. They have give great service and they deserve to be taken care of because they're part of yeah, like like Jerk said, you know, they're part of the experience, they're frontline, they're I don't equate that guy's face with being the face of Aramark. I I equate, you know, that guy's face with being part of the shark experience. You know, mm -hmm. so they they need to they need to take care of their people. No, that's a perfect point. And speaking speaking of taking care of their people, I know they've obviously uh -oh. remedied the situation since then. <laughs> Here we go. But I Rocket, have some things to Rocket, say. No, I I do, and, and Rocket knows exactly where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about like just? I don't want to swear, but like, fuck the Calgary Flames. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. the Jets too. Well, yeah, well, yeah, dude, yeah, the like, Jets, yes, but like, especially yourself. the. Flames. So here, and and these, this information is not courtesy of me. This is from uh, this is from somebody else. So it came out with all this, you know, with all this uh, stuff, events being canceled, lost shifts, that kind of thing. You know, a lot of teams are jumping up and like, look, you know, maybe these these are our lowest paid workers and, you know, they do what nobody else wants to do. But they're part of our team. They're part of our family and we're going to help them out. The Calgary Flames did the complete opposite of that. They and and you have to know that the it's it's the parent company. They they run the Calgary Flames. I believe they run the Calgary, whatever the CFL team in Calgary is, if they have one. Um, and then there's a oh, third. The Yes, the Calgary Stampede. Thank you. Um, and I want to say the Calgary Hitmen as well. Yes. Yep. Um, you, it's a single company, and they came out and they said, "Oh, you know, we're not going to play our part, pay our part-time employees like your SOL, basically." And you know, it, it kind of snowballed into a whole thing. Somebody really did their homework on Twitter, and I didn't know this, but apparently, the company, the the company that owns these aforementioned teams. Apparently they pulled some shady shit when swine flu was going on, you know, bypassed a lot of people in need for vaccines to get them for themselves. Like, obviously I can't confirm that. I'm just basing this off of what I've read. Um, but not only that, uh, as AJ and I spoke about, they also really, really, really heavily bitched and complained about not getting enough taxpayer money for their new arena, mm -hmm. but then can't, but then can't turn around and financially take care of people that work for them and persona personification or the personification of their brand so let's talk about that but just being like you know it got to the point where you know people start started to go fund me and you had mark giordano the captain of the flames throw in five thousand bucks zach ronaldo threw in a thousand bucks milan lucic threw in money like you have players of the flames Basically saying, okay, our owner is a dick, so here, you can have our money instead. Yeah. Like, what a joke. And Calgary, you know, turned it around and, and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, you know, we've changed our stance and we're going to help our people out. But it's like, that's After great. Our that they're, players made us look like complete yeah, assholes. That's great. Yeah. They're going to help them out. But yes, their players made them look like a dick, but they... They looked like a dick in general. Now, I, I, I understand if you have smaller companies, you know... I get it if you can't financially help out everybody. I, I understand that. But these are companies that bring in millions of dollars a month. And you – these companies, big companies, pro sports teams, hockey, basketball, football, soccer, whatever, expect a lot out of their 
off ice, off surface, off field staff. Like they expect a lot out of them. And, you know, teams like Winnipeg and Ottawa and Calgary and Buffalo and St. Louis and Las Vegas to turn your back on the people who put in the most work for your organization. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, John, John, thank you very much for supporting the show with a $2 Super Chat donation. Since no games, watching old two talent shows year one. Thank you very much. And I I apologize in advance. I want to say one more thing really quick. Positive. And and for those who know, I occasionally like to give out the hashtag nice guy award. Sergei Bobrovsky, nice guy, kicked over $100,000 of his own money to help out the Florida Panthers part-time and full-time employees. Sergei Bobrovsky's Florida Panthers teammates came together, kicked over $100,000. Florida Panthers ownership group kicked over $100,000 as well. So that's $300,000 the Florida Panthers have kicked over to their employees. Nice guy. Nice people. Yeah. I know it, they don't I know they don't have fans, but they're certainly doing their best. But it's that's the thing that that really that I'm surprised is not more of a story. And once we're beyond all of this and this is a distant memory, uh, when we look back on this, it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the things that's, that's remembered is like, man, remember how there were certain franchises that dicked over their employees or mm-hmm. like we're talking with Calgary. It's that whole idea of, man, remember there's a couple franchises that they literally had to be shamed into doing the right thing. Kit. Spe- okay, I, Man, one he more does thing. have some things to say. Okay, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Let's going back to the Calgary Flames here, just to really stick it to the Flames owners because who doesn't love doing? Who doesn't? Who who doesn't love not feeling bad for the one percent? Uh, I'm looking at the GoFundMe for the Calgary Flames employee fund. David Riddick, five thousand dollar donation. Mark Jankowski, Noah Hannafin, Travis Hamonic, Matt Kachuk, Mikhail Backlund, Mark Giordano, Sam Bennett, Mark Giordano's wife, TJ Brody, and his wife, Milan Lucic, five thousand dollars each. Each. Sean Monahan, four thousand. Zach Ronaldo, two thousand. Andrew Mangiapane, Dylan Dubé, and a couple other people, thousand dollars each. These are players, players who work for said dickhead owner taking it in their own hands. You love to see it. You really do. Oh, I like it. Uh, California Cruising saying, I work game base for the A's and we're being updated as MLB makes decisions for the seasons. Yeah, I'm sure it's it, it seems like it's changing day by day. Uh, if you remember, what was it? Before the March 5th game, it was a recommendation from Santa Clara County Health uh, no gatherings of more than a thousand people, and a couple of days later, it's five hundred. Then it's two fifty. Now it's down to a hundred. And earlier today, I read on social media that uh, the governor Gavin Newsom has decided that you know what, bars, nightclubs, and brew pubs. Yeah, we're just going to cl- close that shit down starting on uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Like probably their what third fourth biggest day of the year i mean you get saint patty's you get secret yeah. mile you get new year's eve you know there are a few holidays throughout the year that are just literally known as drinking days and boom let's gonna we're gonna shut that shit down so they need to because like you cannot give california a choice because california would be like will you i'm gonna do what i want and especially when it comes to booze holidays. So it's, it's, he had to. There was The Applebee's crowd left him no other choice. Well, and we're talking about impact, like those employees. Can you imagine the, you know, the impact of the surrounding businesses, of you know, SAP, of course, but all the other arenas that when they hold events, all the fans that come in and they eat and drink and what have you around those things. But now them shutting down all these bars and nightclubs and brew pubs. Now, a bar, an average bar, is not going to be as bad. It's going to be bad, but it's not going to be as bad as say like a ISO beers type of a thing or Taplands in Santa Clara. Hashtag no free ads. Uh, but these places. They literally have rotating taps. They don't have bottles and cans that they serve for the most part. Their bank is made on having this ridiculously awesome huge refrigerator that can store 40 and 50 kegs. Well, I hate to tell you, 
that stuff doesn't stay fresh forever. There's going to be a lot of beer either getting poured out or there's going to be, you know, if you, if you know somebody who owns taps, you know, that they have to, you, you might want to give them a holler, a little, a little jingle, if you will, and say, hey, if you, you need some trouble getting rid of a, a keg or two, give your boy a call. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of lost, you know, food and beer. Uh, well, food and Bev, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of lost stuff. It's, man, the the financial impact on businesses is going to be something that's going to be really worth looking at down the road. The other thing we haven't even talked about is guys like John Root, the you know the in-game host, Brody Brazil, you know, and 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 his cohorts, whether it's Curtis Brown or Scott Hannon or whatever. But you know, Brody's that's that's his gig, and. To see that, and then again, like John Root, Danny Miller, the you know voiceover the PA guy at the at the tank, you know these guys are now sitting there with their kind of thumbs up their keister, not knowing what to do. Oh, they're camera operators. Oh, you know? guys who riggers, the guys who you know load yeah. in and load the stagehands that have to load in stuff and load it out. And now, granted, usually those crews are union. But still, mm-hmm. it's like, fool, fuck, come on. Yeah, everything's just stopped. It, yeah, it's the brakes have been, you know, <laughs> depressed, people, so far. If ever there were a time to Netflix and chill, it would be now. And it, funny you should say that, because somebody, I can't remember who I would give you credit if I could remember, posted a beautiful meme that said something along the lines of, about nine months from now, there's going to be a baby boom, and we're going to refer to that generation as coronials. Yeah, and I then thirteen it. years, thirteen years later, they're they're going to be the quarantineagers, the quarantines. That's what it is. T E N S. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Alden saying Danny Miller also works for PG and E. So, all right. He's, all right. he's got gigs. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, bra- breaking news: A member of Canuck Sports and Entertainment tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh God! So now you got there. They did announce it uh, a couple of days ago. The Sharks said that a part-time SAP em- center employee. So I'm assuming this is not someone from Fanatics or Aramark, <laughs> but SAP center employee is tested positive for it. Uh, their game last worked was March third against Toronto which I suppose makes me feel a little better that I went to the March 5th game instead, but... Uh, yeah. Well, and what does this do also for the teams? I mean, how long is this pause? You know, it's are we just... Are we going to say that we restart the season in a month? What Do they just, like, forget the final 12 games? Do we end up with some sort of compressed ending do the uh will the first round or the second round be best of five instead of best of seven uh like how does this happen and truthfully with the cdc's recommendation to eliminate mass gatherings until may 11th that tells me that like best case scenario when things come back we're starting with the playoffs and maybe the division leaders get a buy in the first round like that to me that's best case scenario i think it's three on three first team to five um and yeah three on three first team to to five and then uh the playoffs will be uh best of three like if you if you if you take the current you know obviously condensed or uh accelerated pace like you said aj is probably what's going to happen but let's just say for fun you take the current or the regular league's uh schedule pace and you apply that to a may 10th or may 11th reactivation the stanley cup is getting handed out in the middle of august and then you have and then you have what four weeks to do the draft, free agency, college free agency, buyout window, training camp. Mm-hmm. Not ha- either like the season's getting canceled or it's going to be heavily condensed. And the ice sheets are gonna, not going to be in the best shape either. Would, yeah. Would I mean, you it's going to be garbage. Would you consider, and I'm just throwing this out there because we, we've seen it happen before, is what if we come back two months later? 
right? And we, and, and granted, we all know that ice is going to be shit, all that stuff. But what if you came back two months later and you literally just kind of put a, put a pin in everything from when they shut it down last Thursday, and then we pulled the pin out and say, okay, now we're starting from here, and we're going to go forward with everything that we had planned, and you know what? Next season is going to be a 52-game season. We're going to start it late to make up, you know, so that way players do get a little bit of time off. You're able to have training camp. You're able to have some time to take care of some stuff, and then you just do you know, a shortened season next year as well. Or I could do you sit there that. and go, you know what? I know you've played 70 games. I mean, only essentially a couple of weeks away from playoffs and everything. And you're going to say, yep, this thing is just, you know, we're, we're just, unfortunately, we just have to shit can the season all, you know, full stop. I could yeah. see that where I could see that where maybe maybe for this season, like you said, AJ, maybe maybe they just emptied the tank for this season, keep the pace, give out the Stanley Cup in July, you know, and then who's to say? I mean, I if they did want to empty the tank on this season and, and give out the Stanley Cup in the middle of the summer, like I think I could handle, you know, maybe another situation like 2013 where you just have a 48 game season, maybe you only play teams in your conference to make up for that. I mean, mm-hmm. if they were like you said, if they were I mean, we're we're at the finish line here pretty much. Like if you're able to just get them over the finish line and then make it up next season, like I feel like that's something that I could personally live with, but something else I've also read, the flip side of that is there's been a talk of like, okay, you know, teams right now I'm looking Every team in the NHL has played anywhere from 69 or 68, excuse me, to 71 games. So there's talk of, okay, what if we just get everybody to 75 and then start the playoffs? But I mean, this is all under the suppose that in whatever amount of time they decide that they're going to resume games, that 50% of the league isn't sick. Of course, exactly. And that's why that's why this whole situation is a nightmare. I mean, it's unenviable, yeah. really. <laughs> I think they should just plan on their everybody being sick. I I really think they should, and they should just batten down the hatches because the more they're going to try to push it, the more people are going to get sick. Well, what if we go through April f- through down to April first, and no players test positive, no you know like broadcast teams or anything like that. You know, no one. You know, one or two ancillary people, like they were saying, like an employee, like maybe you have one ticket taker that that might have or, you know, parking attendant tested. If nobody else tests, what about the option of saying, hey, you know what? It's been two weeks, two and a half weeks. Everybody is clean and clear. Let's reopen the idea of playing in empty barns again so we can at least get it on TV and get these games played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you have to think about, okay, so we need to make sure that all of the overlapping sports teams and leagues that use the same facilities that we do, nobody in those areas cast positive either. It's yeah. not just insulated well, to the NHL. Well, no, ba- basketball, there's already been one player that's tested positive, so you don't get right, the that's option. That's in Utah, though. Yeah, like, but, that's in Utah. Like, Yeah, but still... But it's like, yeah, you don't, don't get that. Utah I, doesn't have a hockey team. No, I, I think. But no, that's I not my Rocket, point. Yeah, but NBA players interact with other NBA players. That's my point. Right. So, no, but I think no. What Rocket is saying is like, like you have to like the onus is going to be put on you know the staffs of um you know buildings that sh- that have NBA and NHL like Philadelphia, Washington, uh, Boston, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I, I you know those. That. Like, cause if you, cause you just, cause you know, let's say, you know, you have, you know, every NHL player is fine. Let's just say they're all fine. And then, you know, maybe somebody on the LA Clippers, they, they sneeze on a door handle and then Anze Kopitar gets Corona because it's a shared door, you know, that they go through. Like that's an obviously a very extreme situation, but I think the organization, like the buildings where it's basketball and hockey, obviously the extra onus is going to be put on them. And I think like if the NBA or the NHL canceled their season, no way the other doesn't follow suit in my opinion. 
And then on top of that, you have to look at where each arena is. Like, are they having a problem in that city that's like outside of the NHL? I doubt very much they'll want to actually like host a, an event there. So that cuts down on the availability of arenas by a lot. And that's a, just a logistical scheduling nightmare. So, so do you think then? Okay, I, you got, think that- I have your solution. We just completely wipe down Solar for America ice. All the West team, all the Western teams play games there. We find the facility that's back east, and all the Eastern teams play all their games in there. And it's only hockey players allowed in and out. That's it. There you go. So you okay? So so I, I know you're trying to be funny, but that's actually kind of makes a lot of sense. Like if yeah. you can find if you can make it make it comparable to like a youth tournament where all the teams are in the same building. Yeah, Except you'd, have, you'd have to sanction the parking lot though, and make them all <laughs> camp there and not leave. Nobody gets in, nobody gets out. It's just a, a dome. I yeah. I mean, honestly, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. I like honestly. it. Okay. Yeah. Like if you could just like find a complex on each coast that can accommodate. 15 NHL teams, <laughs> you know, and just like cancel beer league, cancel classes, cancel figure skating, curling, all that stuff. And yeah, I could see that. I mean, it, it's, it's whatever we see, it's going to be something we've never seen before, which sounds really stupid to say, but you know, that's where we're at. Yeah. Well, this um, is, this is all new. <laughs> well, Say for, for, you know, okay, let's play devil's advocate for the sake of argument uh, in what appears as we're doing talking about this right now, what appears to be the most likely outcome is say that the season does get canceled. Mm-hmm. Do you still hand out the heart, the Selkie, everything else, the Jack Adams, all that stuff? No. Yes. Because the way I look ding, at ding, it is... Ding. We have a match! Let's <laughs> get it on! Well, because obviously you didn't get across the finish line, but like we're 85% of the way through the season. Like, that's that's a lot of... that's a lo- Even if the season does get canceled, it there's no... It takes far less to be voted to the All-Star game, but go ahead. <laughs> exactly. No, no, exactly All what right, I'm saying. Like, point. There's a point. Like, okay. Like, even, like, you know, like, even if it's canceled and there's no Stanley Cup champion this year, like, we've played 85% of the season. You can't just throw that away. And, and man, you know, there was some good races too. 2020 is going, hold my beer. <laughs> well, and I, I want to know too, like, I'm curious to know how Maple Leafs fans are doing because if the season ends up being canceled, then Austin Matthews won't hit 50 goals. <laughs> yeah, see, there's a lot of stuff in the in the lurch there. I mean, what weren't, weren't there a couple of guys that were kind of fighting for, uh, I mean, it, I would have swore there was talk about like whether it was Drysidle for Hart or McDavid for Hart. There was a couple other guys. I mean, it was some good well, not, b- battles there. Not to mention the Calder. Well, not only that, but if you're looking at the Rocket Richard race, you have Pasternak, Ovechkin at 48, Matthews at 47, Drysidle at 43, and Zabanajad at 41. Yeah, like that's that's a race right there. Oof. You know, of course, Leon Drysidle's running away with the Art Ross, but I mean, <laughs> you know. Exactly. There's, so you, but you'd still hand out those awards. I think so. I, I think maybe you do it all via Skype or FaceTime or Zoom. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I would, it's. Uh, I would like that. Um. So let's. But one more thing. Okay. So let let's. I'm sorry. Let's say they cancel the season. Season's canceled. What if we get to September and things aren't better? Then we wait. Then. Would they get- yeah, or post seasons in a row like that. You talk about unprecedented. Well, to me, uh, it's when we get to that point. I, to me, the big telltale sign is if we get to the first. Or, uh, well, I'd have to go look up on the calendar when it is. If we get to the final weekend of July or the very first weekend of August, August. and the NFL is not playing their Hall of Fame game, oh, then it got real, real, real quick. Because as you were talking about before, they said that the average game for, I think they said the Sharks, brings in like 1.16 or 1.2 million per game. And the Warriors bring in like 3.2 million per game. Uh, We're talking dollars. Yeah. 
dude, football, dude. Yeah, I mean, it dwarfs that stuff in comparison. So you, you think about that, and it's just, oh, man, if NFL ain't out here, man, man. Yeah, but oh. I remember reading something about somebody saying, like, out of all the leagues out there, to go about blindly doing business as usual, it would be the NFL. So I don't know if I really use them as a, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I mean, In that point, you, then that definitely would be a I mean, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how you can, like, can you really Clorox wipe artificial turf? No, I, I yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, uh, but all the stuff. Oh, I'm just saying, they're you know they are the all time cash cow for sport. If that is gets you know if they put the kibosh on that, oh man, we are in for a long 2020, everybody. I'm I I saying. also. I read something that I thought was kind of interesting, and it, it's from it's from Igor Aranko, who is like the only in KHL uh, coverer that gives a damn to share his thoughts in English. Um, <laughs> uh, he said, and again, you have to take it with a grain of salt. He said that he's heard the NHL is considering twenty four teams to get to the playoffs with a playoff. With a like a, a play-in round, I mean, could you imagine twenty-four teams in the playoffs? I mean, no. it, as we've seen, AJ from from places in both conferences, from position six to eleven, it's jump ball. Yes, but I I mean, you know what? What I what I like that solution. I wouldn't be the biggest fan of it, but if it means hockey's back, sure, I'll take it. Like like you have okay, so. Just for reference, in the Eastern Conference, you have 11 teams who are in playoff contention. And in the Western Conference, you've got, I would say, 11, maybe if the Blackhawks get hot, 12 teams in playoff contention. (laughs) All right. Well, the other thing that we've kind of largely ignored, I mean, you talked around about the surrounding businesses and we talked about people like John Root and Brody Brazil and all those types to kind of further on that topic um what do people like i don't know uh randy hahn and dan rizanowski and all those guys i mean i'm assuming since the sharks said that yeah we're covering everybody you know the sharks pays their 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 contracts so i'm assuming those are all going to be taken care of but what about the poor bastards on sports talk radio all over the country I mean, like, literally, what do you talk about? There are some people that, at least TV, they could just turn around and, like, they could replay, uh, you know, some game. We we see the NHL Network do that every summer. They take a week, and they're like, okay, this is, you know, it's Pacific Division Week here at NHL, and so we're going to play you, you know, some of the best games between, you know, from the Sharks or – from Vancouver, whatever, and that's how they kind of trudge through the summer. On sports talk radio, you don't have that option. You can't sit there and replay a game. No one's going to listen to a game that happened five years ago. And what's worse, why would you break down a game that happens five years ago when you've got it on tape? You could ju- and you're going to re. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just are we going to like break out? Like you know what? I didn't get the opportunity to break out that f- the very first. Major League Baseball game that happened in 1897. I would really like to break that down for you today. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. I think that they should just take this opportunity to really sit down and look at it, ask themselves the question, map it out, put a couple of pins in a board, throw it up on the wall, figure out what is goaltender interference. <laughs> okay, you got time could, on your hands. They could do. They could do a week of that. But yeah. I'm just, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking, weeks. yeah, but I'm talking, you know, the local sports talk networks, at least in this area, KMBR 95.7, that neither of them talk hockey whatsoever, but now there is nothing for them to talk about. Cause usually they would be telling you right now how much the Warriors suck, how much hope there is for the Giants and how, when did your bracket get busted for March Madness? Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, you could just, I mean, unless you just, you act as if we're in the off season and you just say, okay, so for next, like 
what you know assume it's the offseason okay so what do you know what do the warriors need to do for next year to get back into playoff contention what Stay where do healthy. we where do, <laughs> you know like just treat it as the offseason offseason we talked in <laughs> offseason playoffs <laughs> all right well i mean jeez I just at this point I don't know. And to be quite honest, you know, the the people that are kind enough to be watching us live right now, I I don't know yeah. if we'll be here next week. Uh whether we are or we aren't, it. we will let you know on social media of course. Uh I am finding a way to pass the time <laughs> if you will. So I have some articles in the can that I planned, you know, they're not exactly time sensitive. I planned on putting these out a little later, uh, but no, I think I'm going to put, I'm going to run a series next week starting tomorrow. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. It'll give you at least something to talk about. Maybe we can actually, it's, it's a fun topic. So maybe that's something we can cover next Sunday at this point. I don't know. Um, the one silver lining you can take again out of all of this is uh, I guess this means there's less merchandise being purchased that fanatics can fuck up. <laughs> uh, and, and with that, I think we, we just be so sure. <laughs> we'll just slide into it. Uh, we saw a tweet this week for my birthday. My parents ordered a home Canes Brady Shea jersey and we got this. NHL shop really been on some wacky stuff as of late at Fanatics. Um, as of late, I don't know. I think they've been pretty consistent on whatever wacky stuff they are taking. But here now is Hockey Jerk to count the ways of how wrong this jersey is. <laughs> well, how much time do you have? Uh, so a couple of things here. Number one. Brady Shea plays for the Carolina Hurricanes. This is a Calgary Flames jersey. So I guess... I mean, it's a red jersey, so it, it has a C on the front With of it. A C I on it. <laughs> so, well, hold on. So we're get. Uh, it has two C's on the front of it, actually. Uh, so number two, Brady. Oh, they Shea probably thought not... that stood for Carolina Canes. Yeah. <laughs> so number two, Brady Shea is not number thirty. He is number seventy-six, I believe. Um, uh, Brady Shea is not the captain of the Carolina Hurricanes or the Calgary Flames, <laughs> for that the matter. Flames, for that matter. Uh, the 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 one aspect of this jersey that is 100% the way it needs to be, and Puck Guy will confirm this for me. <laughs> the, Elitist, plate, the Adidas logo's in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> the nameplate that says Shea is a Carolina Hurricanes nameplate and letter font. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, number 30 for the Calgary, Do does that player wear the C? No. <laughs> okay, see, that was the other point I wanted to bring up. So it's just... Uh, I, I would have to do a quick research session here, but I don't know that anybody wears number 30 for Calgary unless I'm grossly forgetting <laughs> it would, somebody. It would be a goalie, wouldn't it? Uh, number 30 for Calgary is... Drumroll, nobody. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, it would be a goaltender, I think. It's probably the emergency goalie for Jersey. So it I don't just... know where they got 30. What the actual, dude? What the fuck? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like fanatics. We saw the 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 scissors to Snosis screw up, and we go, okay. So clearly, someone just wasn't paying attention. They they flipped the plate upside down, and it still read correctly. So they're like, oh, that must be it. But to take to I like, can we give these guys? a goddamn current roster sheet to, you know, like whoever's doing the stitch work or, I mean, somebody come when on. you're, when you're 10 years old <laughs> and English is not your first language, your second language or your third language <laughs> and you're dyslexic, but nobody knows it because you're illiterate. This is what happens. AJ. I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, um, just I can't I can't oh <laughs> and the here's the funny thing there's a couple people on social media that <clears throat> they they're they're literally like dude you know like why do you why this massive hatred for for fanatics you know why do you hate <laughs> them so much and that's like two percent of the feedback I get the other 98 percent is one of two things. It's either, you know, go get them, AJ, or it's, hey, AJ, have you seen this one? 
<laughs> you know, like people those, are sending me you, this stuff. I guarantee you those 2% are Fanatics employees oh. or family members of Fanatics employees. Probably. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's insane that we, you see this every week. I'll, don't take it from me. Get If you don't have a Twitter account, go get one and just search at Fanatic support. Don't, you know, don't search them particularly you know like you you can you have the option when you put the at symbol that you can click on that get don't do that just search for that character string at fanatic support and then just scroll and in it, you're just going to see people complaining to them and then the autobot stupid responses proving even more so that these the fanatics could give two shits about this they're like we don't care and the other thing is uh, what what what's those terms and conditions there jerk Oh yeah, uh, it's like, colors, hey. colors, sizes, and shapes may be distorted due to your computer. Yeah, due to your computer. <laughs> That's one hell of a distortion, bud. Holy oh, moly! Uh, so I went on Twitter. I typed at fanatics, of course. Uh, if you go onto, granted, I don't know if this works in America, but if you on the UK uh, stream for fanatics, uh, fanatics.co.uk, if you click on Carolina Hurricanes, it shows Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. Oh God! <laughs> n n never stop being you, fanatics. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, but the good news, the good news is, uh, I shared an article earlier this week. A new website is coming soon, people. If you are tired of dealing with fanatics' incompetence and the fact that they don't have a lot of the cool gear that you can get local locally. Boom. SJ Team Shop is right around the corner. You can go look at it right now. It's still like in development mode. There's not a whole lot of stock there, but they're adding stuff almost every day. And they already, <laughs> I guarantee you, they'll already do a better job on your jersey. Because it's funny, they, they have all three different ways of jerseys. Like you could, they offer the heat press option. They offer like the, the basic pre-sewn like you can get at the shark store adidas ones or like the authentic tackle twill ones for jersey snobs like jerk and myself oh yeah. dude dude i am laughing my ass off at this tweet i'm about to post in the youtube chat jersey snob what's up it says it's a picture of two football jerseys. Says this is what I got going from a women's large to a supposed women's extra large. Said they couldn't confirm sizes because they're out of stock. Everybody, go ahead and click on that tweet. You let me know what you think about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I wish I could just like throw that up right now. Just pipe it in, yeah. Oh, dude. That would. Be yeah. What problem. a. It, so this goes to show you, folks, that fanatics um, decimating the nhl fans closet um they're doing it to football and basketball fans as well so no need to feel singled out yeah no not at all <laughs> and and cheryl asking a great point who is running this website shark sports and entertainment yes it's the sharks that are behind this it's not fanatics hence why they have quality stuff <laughs> hence why hence why you care <laughs> yeah the, yeah if oh my god believe you me i'm just gonna make a we should make a free commercial for them oh don't think i'm not thinking about it uh oh, no yeah. if i knew that fanatics was behind this in any way shape or form i wouldn't be writing an article about it and i certainly wouldn't be mentioning it now i'm just stoked that people outside the area are going to have that option and i'm really going to be interested to know say this say this website launches in a month whatever it is i want to know what the you know okay give me the sales figures from shop give me the sales figures of how much merch like i'm not talking uh bottom line finances i'm talking numbers of merch sold you know is fanatics moving 300 or you know or whatever 30,000 sharks jerseys and then this new website selling out like five times that because it's quality that can be counted on people are trying are, try are tired of ordering a 12 a jersey from the sharks that says 12 on the back and it spells m-e-r-l-o-t it, it should also be said or clarified rather this website is 
strictly associated, paired, a part of the pro shop at Solar Ice. Yes. Who already yep. has good, solid inventory. Cruz and say this website is already taking my next paycheck. Thanks, AJ. See, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, you're I'm waiting welcome. for it. <laughs> yes, I would like the number 12 jersey. Oh, Patrick Merlot. Yeah, okay, let's get that written down. Sure. Idiot. I'm telling you. Uh, so, uh, you know, I was worried we wouldn't have a tight 25, but we're beyond 45, so probably a good time to start thinking about wrapping this party up. Um, I don't know what we're going to do from here on out, people. Uh, I don't know. If st- clean out your closet. You know, get some shit done around the house. Uh, like, honestly. I'm supposed, to be move- I'm supposed to be moving across country in three weeks. There you go. <laughs> Uh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh, man, track track the dot. <laughs> I just don't know. Oh wait, Patrick, Patrick coming in with the super chat donation one ninety nine. Thank you very much for supporting us. Oh baby, my Regina is experienced with this site. Hey now, <laughs> hey now, hey now, experienced Regina. <laughs> oh my god i guess we can hope for you know it this really would though jerk if you think about it uh with the there's so much less traffic now at least in the bay area i've noticed over the last few days because people are you know self-quarantining or whatever dude this could I make heard. for some really awesome police chases if we come across one <laughs> yeah no I, I i've heard a lot of people say like they've really been loving their commute for the past week or so it kind of reminds me of uh when when the the burning man festival is going on because all of the same people who have those cushy tech bro jobs they can work from home are the same people who are the cushy tech bro jobs that allow them vacation time to go to burning man so it's I, the same. I resemble that comment, but yes, that's absolutely You do not correct. go to the Burning Man, though. <laughs> no, but I am a tech bro. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but kind of, you're a reluctant tech bro. That's true. I, I yeah. do it under protest. Um, yeah. We, oh, yeah, eh? No, this, it, you're, it, you're a wild and crazy DJ. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the traffic, it's it's been like, I haven't seen it like this since uh, 2009 when, you know, everything bottomed out financially. Um that you know that got pretty thin, but I'll tell you, I made it to Walnut Creek today from San Jose, in I think about forty, just a little over forty minutes, which never happened. Usually that that trek is an hour minimum, and most of it coming over the Sonol grade. And today I could have thrown a brick on the accelerator and flown right over that grade, no problem. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I'd rather be in traffic and have hockey and everybody healthy, but. It is what it is. Um, oh, yeah. And can we just, for a hot second, let's, let's just throw out some some nice points here. We're going to start with RBG. Stop raiding stores for toilet paper, you assholes. This, the COVID-19 does not make you have to shit more than you already do, so stop it already. I don't understand where that came from. I really don't. I don't understand how it started. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Why did toilet paper become the comfort buy for it's, everybody? It's because it's because the people same are afraid thing. of being trapped in their homes. Yeah, but it's the same yeah, idea but... of it's it's the it's the <laughs> this happens all the time because people are fucking sheep. That's what it is, and I don't mean yeah. that people are having sex with sheep. I'm saying people as a whole are idiots, and they see one person. Like go into a store and the and they just fill their cart with 187 rolls of toilet paper and then they go, oh crap! I better get some before they sell out and then it starts. You know, you know what? Okay, look. If you just had the one I've, person that goes, are you retarded? What the fuck are you doing? I've had these three bottles of hand sanitizer for at least five years now. <laughs> because every time I go to Bath and Body Works, I'm like, "Ooh, I should get a new one." And no, I don't need. Oh, I should just get. So now I have more than enough, which means I didn't have to go hoard things from the store. I, I don't like, but toilet paper though. Why not Oreos? Well, like I almost get the bottled water thing. I almost get that. Um, I don't. 
Well, see, I I do and I don't because I get it. If like people think that they're going to be traveling or something like that, I don't get the bottled water thing if it's like they're literally saying, don't leave your house. Well, then buy water filters. Your tap still works, right, yo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Thank you. Yeah. Water I have, filters. And, and now I let's say this. I have I do have an emergency case of water on the off chance that there is some kind of natural disaster and you know the Illuminati or Big Brother turns off my water. But you live in the desert though, dude. Like you need water. That's what I'm saying. And but so also, you know what? I have a filtered pitcher and I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, I also drink Gatorade every time. I finish a Gatorade, I wash out the bottle, fill it up with water from my filtered pitcher, set it aside for a rainy day. Thanks yeah, for coming. Absolutely. Nice. And, and and people take it from okay, this is my pre- last preachy moment of the podcast. <clears throat> do do not too late. <laughs> make do not make it so that a natural disaster or a pandemic or or anything do not make it so that forces you to be prepared for an emergency you should be prepared for an emergency if it's a tuesday in fucking april and everybody is happy always be prepared especially for those of you who live in california which i know most of our listeners live in california because good god earthquakes yes they're maybe are a little overhyped but they can also be very very dangerous even if everything is hunky-dory business as usual we're all kissing each other and hugging and high-fiving and not washing our hands be prepared. Right. You know, I think that's part of the reason why nobody out here we're in the neck of the woods where I'm at, like, nobody's panicked. Like, people hear about it in the valley, how people out there panic. But out here, it's like, we're used to power going out in the winter and the roads closing because it snows and all sorts of shit. So people kind of already, you know, like, they don't need to panic by because they everybody's got, like, a cellar full of food. Besides, everybody cans and pickles and stuff out here anyway. So That's all I'm saying. Um, Alden pointing out a great point, though. The state attorney general in Tennessee cracked down on the prick who was hoarding and price gouging for hand sanitizer. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It was uh, they had to donate it. Was was it him and his brother had to donate all of it? Was it in like Variety or the Times or something? But they talked about it like Homeboy. I'm sorry, uh, Chief had (laughs) seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer in his garage, Mm -hmm. along with I don't know how many rolls of toilet paper or whatever. And dude was trying to resell it on Amazon and eBay and be a total douche and. And it was funny to hear the the comments from him because it was like, oh, you know, the, this seemed like a, a financial opportunity to help out my family and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, no, you were off. being a douche. You know, if you want to be financial, help out your family, you know what? Go invent something to replace toilet paper that people don't have to hoard. Okay? No. I guarantee you, you'll seashells? be a bajillionaire. Yes. No, and, and fuck this. And, and yep. fuck this crackhead because if you want to help your family, you do it for free. Yeah. I'm not re- I'm not related by blood to AJR Rocket, but they are my family and I would do anything for them. I would not charge them for it. So fuck that crackhead. Okay. Yeah, no, he's full Hold of on. Shit. Let's test this theory. I'm so offended. Let's test right this now. Let's test this theory. <laughs> Shave and come on the show next Sunday. <gasps> oh, he'll you? do anything for love, but he won't do that. And That's I'm already gonna do that for him. Who, who are you? What, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I want oh a divorce. <laughs> What's a show? <laughs> oh. oh man! All right. So, uh, all right. It was nice to 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 end this on you know at least a, a note, a giggle note, if you will, because it's <laughs> it has been a tough week. It has. And, Holy you know, moly! And You're telling me. Yeah, and it's only been you know three days, really. <laughs> it's already like jeez <laughs> and. Uh, it, it's just going to be amazing to me. There, there's a part of me that just wants to start. I want to put on um, NBC Sports Bay Area and and split screen what? NBC Sports. No, to do Sports Bay Area and Sports California and just throw it on like during the times when Warriors and Giants and Sharks and A's game should be on just to go, I wonder what they're going to do. And just, and if anything, I dude, I think it would be hysterical if they would literally just get um Brody and Curtis to throw up you know the the um the what you call it phrasing the, the field goal the field goal uh uprights and you know Brody takes the the uh the little folded football paper or paper football flicks it and see if he can get it between 
Brown's field goal and then vice versa. And which I'll watch a half an hour of that. You know, it, with all of these, with sports being in the position that they are, you know what group is going to make so much money in this crisis? <sighs> Paid programming. Oh, you slap mean like chop, Netflix, slap Hulu, chop, HBO? And no, I mean that we're going to have like the Slap Chop and the Magic Bullet infomercials at 2 in the afternoon as opposed to 2 in the morning. Well, because oh, it's going to be real cheap to pay to have those I things I see advertised. what you're talking about. Okay. No, or was... you know what the 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 you know the those loud preachers that always wake you up in the middle of the night when you leave your TV on those are going to be on during the day as well. Oh God, no Jan Kraus, please no more Jan Kraus. Fuck your I... seven hundred club. No, I wow. figure okay, a so lot like... of people are going to take the opportunity to like try out things like Hulu or HBO now or other things that well, they weren't doing before. Or maybe you know they what... should just discover the joys of uh, paying for an annual ad blocker and then going straight for the pirate bay. Just that saying. Too. You know, you know who else? You know who else is going to really do well? People who make their living streaming video games are going to cash in. Yeah, this is what like, I'm saying, gonna, dude. I would totally well. watch a half an hour of ping pong between Brody and Brownie as long as they're able to like shit talk each other. Yeah, absolutely. Esports are going to be huge. Yep. I'm pretty sure all those adult film stars who have their OnlyFans accounts are going to start making tons of money from those interactions. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes are gonna be. I f- certain guys are just gonna be jacked from all the, <laughs> all, the all the extra yeah, they're workouts to, they're, they're getting have in. To, like, yeah, they're, right. They're gonna have to make sure they rotate arms though. Otherwise, they're gonna have like one beefy arm and one like little. Delicate it's gonna be arm. like it's gonna be like Quagmire on that Family Guy. Dude, yeah, that was exactly. So great, man. So what have you been up to? Well, uh, you know, just uh, just yeah, been yeah. Uh, just working out. Checking, just. just uh, <laughs> Checking out some of that uh, internet porn there. And it's, uh, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Just going to go check my mail over there. And, the, you know, dude's totally jacked on his left and arm. That was awesome. The, ni- the nice thing, too, going back to the whole video game thing, is that when you, like, especially for PlayStation and Xbox, you can buy digital versions of video games. So you don't even have to leave the house. See? Like, I think, I think the video game industry is going to explode. I would imagine. But Put your I, stock into Sony and Microsoft, people. But again, you heard it here first. Hey, I uh, thought we I, were all kind of hurtling towards being introverts anyway. So I can see like, sales on like ebooks going through the roof as well. Yeah. Yes. You know? 100%. Dude, people are going to be giving their iPads and Kindles a workout, yo. It just means that my order from wish.com is going to take a lot longer to get here. <laughs> so be it. So be it. So with that, let's wrap it up, kids. Uh, Again, at this point, not sure. Uh, It's we are. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say to quote myself with regards to next Sunday at eight p.m. I am unsure if we will be here. Uh, If we find, but see, that's the other thing. I'm kind of leaning at that. At least one of us will be, if not all three of us, but. Because this keeps changing daily, on a, you know <laughs> that they're <laughs> likely, yeah, yeah, there likely will be things to talk about. So chances are you will see us here, unless all three of us contract it later this week and die. So uh, there you go, slapped by a giant meteor. Yeah. Um, speaking of giant meteors, uh, rocket backhander, where can the people find you? Coming hey, in like a my- giant meteor. My name is Rocket Backhander, and again, I am big in Japan. <laughs> you can check me out on Twitter. Uh, just complaining about life in general, and you know, sharks hockey fandom. I just, I love being a, a a sharks hockey fan, but it's a painful experience, you know. Uh, Rocket Backhander at Twitter, R Backhander seventy six, capital R capital B little Backhander seventy six. Or you can check out my photographs over on Instagram. Sort of been dark lately. It's been gloomy, dreary. Uh, Instagram. Rocket backhander, one word, no spaces. That's it. AJ? He is big in his own mind. Hockey jerk. Pucknology After Dark is brought to you by Audible. That's for you, Puck guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I said it on Twitter. Uh, this is a really hard time for a lot of people, myself included. I'll be fully transparent. But as long as we do what we need to do and like just be nice to each other, we can all pull through this. No problem. Uh, if you agree with me, you should follow me on Twitter at hockey underscore jerk. Uh, I have made the 
sort of quasi decision uh, that uh, I am I'm going to be watching some old uh, hockey games from the 2016 Stanley Cup playoffs because there's evidently a guy who has posted said full games on YouTube. So maybe uh, there will be some 2016 hockey tweets coming at you in the near future. Who knows? It's really anybody's guess. Uh, back to you, AJ. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, again, AJ underscore strong. You know. Um, it's just, can we not with the, at the at the grocery stores? Can we just act like <laughs> adults for for Christ's sake? We should literally shouldn't have to put limit one per person on packaging for some of this stuff. We never had to before. You're not. You know, the one person that's using more toilet paper than you did a week ago. Please raise your hand. Yeah, I don't see anybody. So stop it. And can we can we stop with the whole joke of posting a photo of a collection of some sports team's memorabilia from Target or whatever and saying, hey, look, they still have toilet paper. The, it, dude, <laughs> that, that joke was funny when the three wise men told it to Jesus, and that was the last time it was funny. So stop it. Oy. It's old already. Let it go. So with that, uh, thanks for watching. This was show 96 after week 24. Hoy, yoy, yoy. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I guess next next week will also be after week twenty four of hockey because it's gonna be it's gonna dude. We're gonna turn this into fucking Groundhog Day, dude. <laughs> should we just should we just talk should we just talk about the Chicago game again? Dude, yes. Yeah. Dude, every dude, week, let's dude, do it. Fucking Groundhog Day, dude. We'll talk about the Chicago game. We're just not gonna tell you which Sharks Chicago game we're talking about. <laughs> Maybe we'll make that a contest. If you can figure out what game we're breaking down, we're gonna give you a bobblehead or something. I think that would be cool. Ooh, that would be really fun, actually. See? All right, something to consider. We're full of good ideas here. All right, so thanks very much for watching. Uh again, stay healthy, stay safe, wash your damn hands. And thanks for watching. White and- grass. Yes. <laughs> Catch you all next week, people. See you on Discord. <laughs>